My church loves it when I change things up and I come down here. They especially love it if I ask them questions while doing things. It won't happen, so you're good. But I want you to take, take a look around. Look at the people that are filling this room. This is your community. These are your neighbors. This is Norwalk right here. This is our only time of year that we as the churches of Norwalk gather together to praise God and give God thanks. The only time each year that we do this together as one big ecumenical time together. This is beautiful. And I want you to look around and acknowledge that and to see that and to see what your community looks like because there are different faces from different churches and some that don't even go to church that are here right now with us today. I think it's fitting that at this time of year when our country goes and celebrates all that it has to give thanks for, that we as a ministerial association, we as a community come together to also show our thanks. Our thanks for everything that you as the community of Norwalk do for this community. Look at some of the things that we do. Some of these things you are aware about. Our food pantry, our mobile food pantry. You're aware about Operation Santa. You're aware that we fulfill and, and help people when they're down on their luck and they need help with their utility bills, including sometimes, especially this time of year, um, filling up propane tanks so that they can have hot water, so that they can have heat in their homes. There's a lot that goes on in our community. School fees, lunch balances, food rescue, back to school supplies, emergency moves for people that are living in unhealthy situations that need to get out. Our ministerial association helps so many people that you, in ways that you might not be aware of. And at this time each year is when we get to graciously and humbly come before you and tell you thank you for all that you do and give you encouragement to continue doing all that you do for our communities. Jesus taught us two amazing things. Jesus taught, well, more than two amazing things, but two amazing things that we're going to be talking about tonight. Jesus taught us two things about our neighbors. One is that a neighbor is anyone that is near us and around us. All of the people at any given time that are around us are our neighbor. And two, the greatest thing we can ever do for our neighbor is to love them. Jesus told us that keeping the greatest commandment of loving God, neighbor, and self fulfilled all the law and prophets. Nowhere in the Bible does Jesus ever blame the poor for being poor. Jesus understood that life changes can happen unexpectedly at, time, at times. Life changes occur quickly sometimes. The disciples experienced that for themselves when Jesus died. And then when Jesus ascended on into heaven, they did not know what to do. 
Imagine following someone and then all of a sudden they're not there. You can't depend on them physically anymore and you no longer know what exactly to do, what your missions, what your goal should be. So what did they do in Acts chapter 2? They decided to form an intentional community. They gathered together. They lived together. They put all of their resources in one account, so to speak. And they made sure that everyone that needed food to eat had food. Everyone that needed a place to lay their heads had a place to lay their heads. Everyone that needed clothing were clothed. They were very intentional about that. And that is how they started off following the commandments that Jesus had taught. There are 313 commandments in our Bible. These are the greatest two. They started off with these two. And that is what we as a community get to do. We get to come together and love our neighbors. Like many of our recipients, they don't know what to do when life changes occur. So together, we are able to help them. When they come to any one of our churches, then we are able to help them because of people like you and other people in our community that aren't able to be with us right now. Because you have decided that you want to continue this mission of loving your neighbor. And yes, it might look a little different now than it did in Acts chapter 2. We might live in our own homes. We might have our own bank accounts. But we also have an account that we share together as a community. And we're able to go in and make sure that people are fed when they need to be fed. And that when these emergencies in life that are unexpected occur, and sometimes it's to the people that you would least likely expect in our communities that need help. They're able to receive that. And they're able to still have their humanity and their dignity when they do it. And that is something beautiful. Now, no community, not even Norwalk, exists in perfection. We still have work to do, but this community that we have has these beautiful moments. These moments that are both sacrificial for time and talents, but it has these moments of pure love, of deep, heartfelt appreciation. These are moments for us when I feel like we are our best neighborly selves. Building a community that we can take pride in that still brings glory and honor to each of our neighbors and glory and honor to God is something that we're striving to do. And I want you to know that it's something that you are doing as a community. I want to encourage you to do that. I want tonight for us to tell you thank you. Because it's because many, many of us in the Norwalk community have gone and decided, yes, we want to better our community. We want to be neighbors. We want to build a better community. That we're able to do all the things that we're able to do. 
Desmond Tutu once asked the question, are we able to do more together than we are apart? I know churches that after horrific natural disasters have occurred in their, in their area, have looked at each other and said, we don't know what to do after this unexpected life situation. Can we do more together than we can apart? The beautiful thing about our community is we didn't have to wait for a natural disaster to occur. We're already coming together with our churches and with other community, uh, well, community events, whether it's a golf outing or a spaghetti dinner. And we're raising money. And the money isn't for something glamorous or glorious to be built. It's to pay somebody's mid-American bill. It's to make sure that the city of Norwalk gets somebody's water bill so that they can flush their toilet tonight. It's nothing glamorous, but it's something awfully beautiful. And that's the beauty of what we have together in community, as community. We love because we were first loved. We love because it's instilled inside us. We do it without hesitation or regret. We do it unabashedly and with pride and dignity, humbly with a servant heart. Love is what makes life worth living. One of God's greatest gifts is this gift of community, this gift of togetherness and being able to do life together. We were created for community for life together. And so let's continue to love each other and be community for each other. And what beautiful way to do that than to come and worship our God together and to come and see the many things that we have done together. And in just a few moments, when I stop talking and once we hear a beautiful song for our choir again, or during the choir, then we get to actually see visibly some of these things that we've done together as a community. And I want you to take pride in that and don't feel bad for taking pride in that. I want you to see the faces of the people that you are affecting because we as ministers, we get to see these faces. We get to see the appreciation and you oftentimes don't ever get to see that. So I want you to see it and to know that you, you leave people speechless. Because when they're in that depth to where they're reaching out, needing help, needing assistance, needing neighborly love, they oftentimes don't know what to do or what to say. And this is such a beautiful, beautiful gift for them. So thank you for being community, and I encourage you to continue to be community because that's what makes Norwalk great.